0: numero C'è qualcuno là fuori. C'è qualcuno là fuori? Benvenuti al Christian Podcast. Cosa vuoi?
1: Il Cheers. Pss. hey, 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 hey. That is right. That's right, my friends. So we're live from coffee shop, um, Lion and the Lamb Coffee Roasters here in Costa Mesa. And this is what's going to happen today. This is a special episode because we're in 2021. And what we're going to do is we're going to do the 2021 review. And then we're going to do 2022 forecast. So our predictions of what's to come this year. And it's going to be amazing. So are you guys ready? Yes, sir. So I couldn't do this alone. And if you're watching on Facebook, then you know I'm sitting right next to somebody. And I'm going to introduce him to you guys. And you can see he's wearing a mask (laughs) because I just had COVID. And he's probably thinking, I'm going to avoid getting covid again so we'll talk about it because that's that's gonna be our 2021 review part of it but david welcome to the show my man what's how are up? you what's <laughs> up
2: i uh to, to clarify i am wearing a mask to be socially responsible
1: oh i like that i like to be that. socially
2: responsible <laughs> and to follow, the, the the Bible says, you know, love yourself, love your neighbor like you love yourself. So I'm loving my neighbors like I'm loving myself.
1: I thought you were going to say, I'm following CDC guidelines. That too. But no, you know. went with the Bible, okay? <laughs> I can't say anything about that.
2: <laughs> I'm following CDC guidelines because they know everything about
1: us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they know. They mm-hmm. know, man. Okay, so welcome to the show. And David, you're my longtime, many years friend, especially... Yeah, sure. Uh, my years here in the U.S. Yes, sir. And you're one of my good friends that, I, that I've been lucky enough to have as I experienced the American, the American anything, the American nightmare, the American dream, the American, the American dream. fantasy. Everything. <laughs> what, it's, it has been all over the place. So. The
2: American nightmare, okay. <laughs> all, of,
1: all of it, um, I'm lucky enough to call you friend. And I want yes, to introduce you know, those who are listening to a little bit of who you are. Because I want them to feel like, okay, 2021, we're reviewing, but I want them to feel like we're friends. Right. Right. We're talking among friends, and we're just reviewing a year, the good and the bad. So, David, tell us a little bit about maybe how we met and who you are. Uh, We met in 2011.
2: I was still a newlywed when we met, and a mutual friend of ours, whose name is Abel, Saludos, Abel. Abel, if you're listening or you will listen to this, hello to you. Shout out to you. Um, you had been you had been at that point in a few years in a band named Signa, uh, with an S, not with the C. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and um, uh, Abel talked to me and told me, "Hey, uh, Beto, Cigna is looking for a bass player. It was a moment of transition. Abel played bass, but he was moving to guitar, which is his main instrument. And uh, one of the members of the band had left, had moved, right? Moved states. And uh, so the band was in transition and you guys needed a bass player. So that's how I met Beto. I met him in Abel's mom's garage where we used to practice. We were a garage
1: band. We were a garage band.
2: (laughs) And uh, yeah, and that's how the friendship started. I just came and played, and then I think like a week later, we were playing at the Galaxy Theater, now known as the the Observatory. Yeah. Um, those were fun times. Those were fun times. And I forget who we opened up for, but we opened up for somebody. Mm, uh, I think
1: one of the first was Babasonicos. Oh, it might have been them. Yeah. It might yeah. have been them. So it's a band from Argentina. Super cool band. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, we were lucky, man. Back in those days, we got yeah. to open for like pretty good yeah. you No know, amount of awesome bands.
2: Right. Right. I was watching the, the just, you know, sideway a little bit, but I was watching, there's a documentary on Netflix, so go watch it if you like rock and espanol music, but it's the history of rock and espanol, and um, I didn't grow up listening to rock and espanol. Because like you
1: were born in the U.S. I was born in the U.S. Right? Your, your yeah. parents are from Mexico. My parents are from
2: Mexico. I'm first generation, so uh, born here in the U.S., so my parents were born in Mexico, grew up there. They came to the U.S. and had me and my sisters, and um, then I saw in the documentary, they talked about babasonicos. Oh, and wow. I was just like, "Oh shoot, like that's kind of cool." Again, not growing up in that culture, you kind of like, "Oh, okay, cool. Papa whatever." But then you're like, "Oh, no, they were like a major band yeah. in Argentina and in Latin America." Mm-hmm. So, but so yes, I, I grew up here in the United States. I was born in Santa Ana. Represent, uh, representing Santa Ana. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know anything about Santa Ana, go Google it. <laughs> go Google Santa, Santa Ana. Santa Ana, California. California in Orange County. And uh, grew up in church like so i didn't i didn't even grow up catholic uh, as i grew up my parents were already christians they converted here in the united states my grandmother my uncle's my wow. aunts
1: everybody america was doing like the good work back in back the then. 80s. They yeah. <laughs> back in the 80s they were uh, we were the, a christian nation it was the reagan years <laughs> <laughs> always a good the, reagan the good old years. reagan years hey just parenthesis i was watching the movie um the Ghostbusters, oh, like yeah. the third, the the grandkids edition, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The latest one. Oh man, yeah. And in one of the in one of the parts, they talk about like, yeah, it was the good old years with Reagan or something <laughs> like. But they mentioned Reagan is like those were the good years, <laughs> like the good Christian Ronald years. Ronald Reagan, the <laughs> actor.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> those Anyways, the good you were years. saying,
1: bro, you were saying.
2: So yeah, so I, I, yeah, I didn't. I so that was kind of part of my upbringing too. That my friends grew up Catholic. But I didn't. I always kind of was like an odd man out in that sense because I grew up in a Christian household. And they're like, what the heck is that? And uh, so, anyways, now I am the worship leader um, at Palm Harvest Church. And and me and Beto actually work there, serve there. uh, And we both did worship. Beto does all the media stuff. He does his podcast. So, long story short, we've known each other for a long time. Our wives know each other. Our families are friends. uh, You know. So it's it's been quite the journey um, of this friendship and it's yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome.
1: Love it. Yeah, it's been great and awesome. Well, what an introduction, man. I feel like there's there's been so many years, Um, but let's particularly focus on 2021. And I want to say this, you know, for people that are tuning in, this is a special episode for me, and this is hopefully the kickoff of something new. For the Christian podcast, as many of you know, I started Christian podcast during the pandemic, like 2020. Oh, that's right. That's the year, yeah. like we established. Actually, went with my wife, and we made it like a like a legit business. Right. We haven't made a cent. <laughs> we <laughs> actually, you know, we barely paid off our debt because uh, we bought the website and whatnot, uh, Christianpodcast.com. But it's been it's been an amazing journey, and I feel like we're. We're barely starting like, okay, now we're now we know kind of like what we're doing and we're starting it like 2022 with a a better vision, I would say. But all that to say, you know, as I look back, I'm like, wow, 2020, what a year to start anything. Yes. Right. And then 2021 came up as the uh, a lot of people were just like, let's just I just I just want 2020 to be over. Like people couldn't wait enough, like for 2020 to be over. Because 2021 had all the promises of, I don't know why they, a lot of people felt like, okay, once you know, January 1st comes, there's not going to be a pandemic or something like yeah, that, right? right. That was, I don't know why, but people thought, you <laughs> it know, was New Year, over. everything's right? and In a sense, like we, we saw, you know, a little bit of progress with the pandemic and stuff like that where, right. you know, things were better, right, overall. But nonetheless, it's still been quite a year too, Right. So as we review a little bit, and then we're gonna do a forecast at the end of the episode of what twenty twenty two is gonna be like, okay? But before we go into twenty twenty one and review, I just want to say this: sometimes people, when they listen, I don't know if they might feel a little bit like, because uh, I've seen the the analytics and people tune in from everywhere in the world, mostly from the U.S. Nice. You know, but there's people from the U.K. and people from like all over the place. Even this year, as I saw the Spotify Wrapped. I saw that I had people tuning in from Australia. Oh, nice! Right, so it's pretty cool. I guess English-speaking all over the place. Uh, But some of the things we're gonna talk about maybe are mostly like U.S. events, right? And I don't know, like especially like when I lived in Mexico, I remember like looking at the U.S. and seeing, ah, and I'm gonna tell you a phrase. Okay. Uh, But I remember looking at the U.S. and thinking, okay, that's in the U.S., but. No, what's going on in like I knew what was going on in Mexico right and that mattered most yeah. to me right you and that's the, yeah. that's the fact with news you no know, yeah. if, if if there's local news you're going to pay way more attention to that right right so people tuning in from Australia may not really tune in for like okay what happened in the U.S. in January or what happened to the U.S. in March okay. right so if you don't relate send us a message we want to know what happened in your in your country vicinity in your country and your right? city in your city and what was like the highlight or the low light of your year. So we want to hear from you. Check out Christian and that's that, you know, I just wanted to say that, but then I have a phrase that, that this is a Mexican author and I forgot the name, uh, but it's a pretty famous okay. Mexican author, uh, non-Christian. Right. I know we're in a Christian podcast, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a non-Christian. Right. And that's okay. You know, I love reading. And he said something. I mean, there's this phrase, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's very typical in Mexico. It says, uh, you know, you live whatever in Mexico. And the phrase goes like this, Mexico, so far from God. And so close from the United States.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever heard that? No, not at all. That's pretty accurate, probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? What do you think, man? What does it stir in your mind when you hear that?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be interesting to see where he got that from. I don't know. I have, you know, I haven't been. To, I've, I mean, I've been to Mexico recently, but it's been to the border, and the border in Tijuana is might as well be a whole different country from mexico mexico places like guadalajara where you're from mm. places like uh, mexico city where my mom's family still yeah. lives um because it's a border town but used yeah. to, you kind of get both of both cultures so mm-hmm. I, I i some every time i've been to mexico i feel like mexico is a place of it's not just a place i i guess catholicism would be like the main religion but it seems like people are into so many different things like a lot of people are into like la santa muerte a lot of people are into like stuff like that like even some people are into like Aztec type things you know
0: yeah you know, that's true, yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> so it's like you know so it's like uh, I just saw a post on Facebook from actually when we were you know doing Cigna oh, okay. this rock band I don't know if you remember this guy from um, I think his name is Edgar Ah oh, man, I forgot the name. I think it's with an E. I think it's Edgar. Shout out but to he's Edgar. in, Yeah, <laughs> I, he's in San Diego and he's the guy with uh, Roqueros Oh, yeah. He had a show yeah. on rockeros.net. Right, yeah. And his show was you know, featuring bands that all the time people are like, who's that? Right, because he featured like Cigna and all oh, these yeah. bands that are indie that nobody yeah. knows. Uh, but anyways, he was posting something on like, I don't know if it was a meme or if it was actually like a real post. Mm-hmm but it's in something like i'm not celebrating christmas i'm celebrating i, I forgot right but it said like witchilapostly or some aztec god <laughs> or something like that i'm right. like okay <laughs> like something super just like okay that's yeah.
2: random but cool bro like that's yeah. awesome you know that you exactly know. so, so there's like, a lot
1: more of that in ex- mexico
2: exactly so i feel like that and then obviously like so close to the us not not just in cuz we share a border but I feel like a lot of U.S. culture infiltrates, obviously infiltrates Mexico. Oh, yeah. Probably more than any other country. Maybe Canada, too, because they border each other, too. But, like, you know, you have yeah. U.S. culture all over the place. But I feel like Mexico just, like, op- like opens hands to, like, anything the U.S. does. Me- Mexico yeah. like, aquí, I receive yeah. it.
1: You know? Some people call us malinchistas. I don't know if you've ever heard that. But yes. So, malinchistas, for those who don't know, uh, there was this woman named La Malinche, Uh, when the Spanish conquistadors came to Mexico, like back in the 1500s. And she was an Indian who kind of like learned Spanish pretty quick. Mm. And she was a translator. And then a lot of people accused her of being a traitor to like Mexican culture and Indian culture. Because I think she ended up marrying like a Spanish guy. Spanish guy, Um, But also, you know, like, hey, you were an Indian and you kind of like betrayed the whole Indian tribe thing from Mexico because you became a Spaniard. Oh, right. Okay. In a sense. Gotcha. So now nowadays when somebody says malinchista, it means like, OK, you adapt to the colonizer, yeah, right? right, quote unquote, colonizer in a sense, like super quick. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> they say that of Mexico, like all the time, you know, when people are yeah. like, OK, I go and get my Starbucks or. yes, a malinchista. Right. You're a malinchista. It's funny because <laughs> I first
2: heard that with soccer, with football, Ah, like listening okay. to, to. to So uh, me and Beto are, are huge soccer fans. Mm-hmm. And. uh like, uh, we don't get it here in the States, so I have to YouTube it. So I'll get, like, ESPN Mexico. So, I like, I'll listen to a show called, like, Fútbol Picante. Or I'll listen to a show called, uh, you know, La Ultima Palabra on Fox Sports Mexico. And so the first time I ever heard that term was that, Malinchista. And it was Hugo Sanchez. Wow. Um, Google Hugo Sanchez. He's, Mexica, he's Mexico's greatest soccer player. Played for. He's one of Real Madrid's greatest soccer players yeah. ever. And uh, I remember him calling, telling the Mexican press, ustedes son malinchistas, you know, because wow. they, they, they're always like, you guys are all for foreign players and all mm. for foreign coaches, but not the Mexican players, wow. so you guys are malinchistas. Oh, that
1: makes sense. So I'm like, that's the first time I ever heard that word. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, if that concept exists in other countries of the world. Like, did you, do you see the U.S., you know, people from Australia or Europe I guess, no, I guess Europeans are like, we're European. Right, (laughs) right. right. But I don't know if people adapt in other countries like so quick to, yeah, whatever the U.S. offers uh, culturally or technologically or whatever. uh, You know, they adapt. Like I remember in Mexico, we grew up uh, without McDonald's. And that's one of the first things I in the 80s like we received the very first McDonald's the in crazy. my city <laughs> and everyone's like wow what is this right so we were like buying Mac, Mac what are they called Big Macs Quarter- Big Macs yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it was a whole thing it was like wow the US is finally no because before it was like if you wanted a Snickers or one of those chocolates from here it was hard to get them it was like somebody came and brought them you couldn't find them at the store now there's no they're everywhere there's Walmarts there's right. all kinds of stores right and you can buy basically almost like any product from the U.S. You can get it in Mexico, right. more than likely, right? Yeah. But this is the 80s. So, anyways, that's a little bit of a backdrop history of of yeah, growing up in Mexico. That's pretty fun. <laughs> so let's move on to 2021 January, okay. 2021, Mr. David. What is one of the highlights for for good or for bad? Um, that you think happened and i I mean i already know kind of what you're gonna say but (laughs) (laughs) what was the highlight of january uh, 2021 i I mean i I, the
2: insurrection i mean that comes to mind you know that happened in the white house and and uh you know people storming the capitol hill and breaking in and and you know they had to put the whole place on lockdown, and we had the picture of that guy that looked like a Viking to me, and he painted his face <laughs> with the horns. With the horns, <laughs> and then I think it was one guy sitting was in Nancy Pelosi's desk and putting his feet up or whatever, and like he's in command, <laughs> he's in command, and wow. you know. So that's like the first. I, I think we we came out of like a like a historically bad worldwide year, especially in the U.S. And then just to come in and see that to like somebody's trying to like you know. Basically, almost like overthrow the government, which here in the yeah. U.S. in Latin America, I feel like that's always been normal. Mm. You know, dictatorships. Yeah. uh or, or in Mexico, for example, in Mexico, I always like to think of it. There's like a, a democracy, quote unquote, to the public, but obviously we know who all runs things. You know, and I guess that happens in every country, but in the U.S., you're not used to that because I think people here think. You know, I used to think like, oh no, politicians here, you know, they shoot straight. And obviously, now as I'm older and adult, and I'm like, I don't know, well, obviously, politicians and governments have their own agendas. But you're not used to that here. So I think that really freaked people out and that really made people sad and that made people angry. Because obviously, for those of you guys listening, there's this huge tribalism going on right now in America. You know, you're either far left, you know, either left or right, you know, either blue or red. So just to see that in the beginning of the year was kind of like, Okay, I've never seen that, especially here. I never even thought that would happen, especially here. So that was we kicked it off with a bang
1: with a bang. Yeah. And it's a it's a that was the month where Biden became president. No. Yeah, he was was going to get inaugurated, I think, like a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's usually like January 20th, something something like like that. that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Wow.
1: Okay, so if you had to choose an emoji uh, out of uh, my five emojis, which I'm wearing the hat of the blasphemous one. And I have blasphemous, skeptical, uh, what's in the middle, Uh, holy, oh, inspired, that's in the middle, holy and divine, what emoji would you use for January? Do you have the angry face emoji? (laughs) Well, that's kind of like the blasphemous, they're they're really emojis uh, like for belief. Yeah. So that's why they don't necessarily transfer. But if you had to choose a faith emoji or a belief emoji, which one would you choose?
2: I'll choose the blasphemous one. Okay. So (laughs) January was
1: blasphemous. Okay. Perfect. And what we're going to do is at the end, we're going to give you the average of how the year went went with an emoji. emoji,
2: Based on emojis. Yes. Because that's how we roll. (laughs) Okay. So
1: February comes along and that's usually the, the month of friendship and love. Of course. Right? Was that the case? Twenty twenty one? For me personally, of course. I'm, you know, me and my wife. Lots of sex. <laughs>
2: we don't talk about that here. <laughs> okay. Let's. See. What happened in February? So so much goes on yes. that you're just like, what happened? You it's know, it's been quite a year. It's been quite the year. What happened in February? Beto, I know you have a thing right there. What does it say that
1: it happened in February? I'm gonna look. Let me check. Hmm. So I'm checking on. Excuse me, I'm eating a bagel as we do this too. Which is quite good by the way. Mm-hmm. So a chronicle of the January sixth attack, coronavirus, Omicron means for the country. Health experts hope that the vaccine would halt the spread of COVID nineteen. It didn't. Well I guess <laughs> I guess the expectation expectation was we have a new, one. We have a new president, right? Right. Is the country that the like, the quickest developed and and um, distributed the vaccine to its citizens. I would say the U.S. The U.S. Because there's, I yeah. mean, there's other countries that we're still waiting for it, right? And yeah. I would I, say between China, the
2: yes. U.S. and Russia, because I know like in Mexico they had Chinese and Russian vaccines. Yes. Right. Sputnik.
1: But people were <laughs> flying to the U.S. to get vaccinated because right. it was available. Right. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy. But the expectation was we're going to get better. And I guess eventually we realize that kind of helped. Yes. But not quite. Or what do you think about the vaccine? Do you think, I mean, you. well, I, want, I wanted to <laughs> wait till we get to, what was it, September?
2: When, when uh, you got COVID? Uh, uh, July. July, oh God, July, July. Why? Man.
1: Okay, we'll wait till we get to okay. July to talk about COVID okay. Okay. in your life, and but that's going to be a blasphemous, a blasphemous month. One.
2: But it said right? here, let's see, in 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 February, it said here that the number of vaccinations administered worldwide exceeded one hundred million. So in February, one hundred million people worldwide, wow. were already vaccinated, or at least okay. had their first vaccination for the COVID nineteen which that caused a lot of controversy because obviously we have a very anti-vax movement and people getting very, you know, offended, if you know, or, or, you know, there's certain people that just don't like the whole masks thing and the vaccination thing and for many reasons, you know, which I, in my opinion, I think a lot of them are based in conspiracy and not actually like... I would have chosen,
1: (laughs) if I would choose an emoji for for mask wearing and all of that, I would have chosen a skeptical emoji. Right. But nowadays... It's so weird because I feel like I'm still skeptical, but I already had COVID and I already kind of like witnessed that the vaccine does help. Yeah. Uh, but still something about it just feels so weird that I'll talk about it later. But, cool, cool, but anyway, cool. yeah. yeah. Uh, OK, so February, cool. uh, most of the world got vac— Not most of the world, but a 100. lot of the world yeah, started the world getting got, vaccinated. Got vaccinated in February. And still people were debating uh, whether they should or, or right. not yeah. get
2: vaccinated. Which right? is understandable. So like even though I'm I'm four, you know, and we'll talk about more about the vaccines later. I, I I even though I'm four people getting vaccinated, I understand where they come from where they're like, I don't know about that, you know. Yeah. Because of again, we'll get into it a little later. So if you wanna go into Perfect. March.
1: <laughs> okay, so February is what? What would you say if you rate and also I mean February is the month we kinda like well especially in the US it's called like the Black History Month. Black I think History it is, Month, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so did that go smooth, or was there any? Do you remember anything happening? So I know twenty twenty was like, yes, you no know, George Floyd and yes, all of that. Yeah. Um, uh, did that I stir think, anything in February?
2: I think. I think in the last few years, I think that has obviously been. You know, I remember in school we always did something for Black History Month. We learned about Martin Luther King and. And Rosa Parks, and and if you don't know who these people are, you can Google them. Um, you know, we learned about Harriet Tubman and all, and and, and these very influential people in in African American and in, in history, in history, really, in American history, not just uh, African American history. Um, so I think in these last few years, February, that's been more prominent. Like you've seen more of an awareness of it, and a more of a of a, I don't think celebration's the right word for it, but you know, maybe that word will fit. But just I'll say awareness, an awareness of, of Black History Month, an awareness of the contribution African-Americans have made to the United States, you know. So I think there's definitely more awareness to it now. And 2021, coming out of a very, very uh, sad and violent 2020, you know, especially towards African-Americans, I think in 2021, again, the, the Black History Month coming around, you kind of been more, you be more aware of it and you, and you, you, I guess you think about it more. Like, I mean, me personally, you know, I think about it more. I have a lot of, you know, African-American friends, and, and you, you really start to just think, you know, and also not, not only that, but just, you know, you, Beto and I, for those, I mean, I don't know if you can tell or notice, but we're both Hispanic. You know, Beto was born in Mexico. I was born here in the U.S., but I'm Mexican-American. Um, you, you, when you, you find common ground with other people, of of minorities you know you find common ground because you you face similar things you know Uh, and not that I'm comparing myself to to, you know to the struggles of anybody else definitely not but you find common ground and you kind of like you start to understand each other and I think for me these last few years have definitely been more like man you know uh, the African American community in the United States unfortunately goes through a lot and they've been through a lot you know but Uh, I have hope that we can keep pushing forward and things can keep getting better for everyone for every minority here in the US you know
1: perfect so now I don't know what to rate it because I was thinking I was already thinking okay February was the skeptical month we didn't really know how things were gonna turn out but now with that that you just talked about I feel like okay I might give it an inspired emoji or even like we're talking about holy territory Which one would you choose?
2: I don't know. That's hard because I'm a glass half full, not a glass half empty guy. So okay. So you want to just give it an inspired? Inspired because people were getting vaccinated. Okay. And because <laughs> you know, hopefully, we're being more aware of other people and their cultures. And perfect.
1: You know. Inspired emoji. Yeah. March comes around. What was March? Um, is that March? man. Is that Easter? Was that Easter or was uh, that April? That's
2: April this year. I know sometimes Easter's in March. It just depends. Let's see. Uh, March Madness. Mm. March Madness, of course, happens every year. So what happened in March? So it says here that the number of vaccinations (laughs) administered worldwide exceeded 500 million in just a month. Wow. So it went up 400 million in just
1: a month. Wow. So that's massive. Yeah, that is a massive. Okay, so that's the month my dad got his first shot. Okay. In That's Mexico. My mom I think did he too, got I the think. AstraZeneca the Okay. And then he started speaking Russian. <laughs> <laughs> That's so when we were doing the memes about you know, drinking more vodka. Getting the vaccine <laughs> and then people are like, hey, I feel totally okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Especially the Mexican memes, because those Mexicans can't meme man. <laughs> right?
0: Yes. The Mexican memes are yes. the best.
1: If you guys don't... I, I wish you guys have m- more Mexican friends so that you can get Mexican memes on your yeah. WhatsApps and your, <laughs> your yeah. chats because they're, they're hilarious. Right. Okay, so more people getting vaccinated. And did anything else happen worldwide that you think? Ah, something I was going to say about February that I forgot. It's kind of related, unrelated, but no, we'd love to talk about this throughout the year. Was... Uh, Somebody got canceled from the Mandalorian show. Oh, wow. Uh, the, yeah. the, the wrestler, what's her name? I forgot her name right now. No, Car- I don't think Tina, she was a wrestler. Tina she was Carano. A yeah. Right. Or Duna Carano. I think she
2: said something about anti-masks and anti... Something like that on Twitter.
1: And then she got canceled. Uh, I think she used to be an MMA fighter or something. Something like that. that. right? So wrestler. Sorry, you can correct us too. if you Tell us what she actually did. So I guess throughout the years, there's been a lot of cancellations. Right. So also, if you remember of any of these months, somebody being canceled, that would have been... That's kind of fun to remember. I feel like everybody
2: was getting canceled. (laughs) Everybody, right. At some point.
1: Okay, so my dad got canceled, cause he got the, the shot. Did he really? Yeah, it got canceled by me. Like, dad, what oh, are you doing? I it was nah? like, <laughs> did
2: he get canceled and like is like at the church? Like, yeah, nah, shot. I'm just
1: kidding. But uh, no, my dad was like, when are you gonna get the vaccine? Like, right. get it, get it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I'm gonna get it. And right. then no, he got the two shots March and then I think in April. Yeah. And all of my family, cause no, most of my family in Mexico, we have a chat right. on WhatsApp. So they were all, you know, telling me yeah. and my wife, like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to yeah. do it? When are you just pushing like, come on, you got to do it like sooner than right. later. And eventually we did, but it was like September, I think, when oh, we really? got the first shot, like wow. way later. But anyways, okay, March, what would you rate March in the emoji world okay. land? So remind me again, what
2: were they? So they were the blasphemous, they were the hopeful. Uh, a
1: skeptical. Blasphemous, skeptical, a skeptical, skeptical. inspired. Um Holy, and divine. Uh, you want to go with skeptical? Let's go with skeptical. I Skepticism d- about getting vaccines, not knowing exactly how it's going to turn out, but more people doing it. Okay. April. April is the month, the kids' month in Mexico. April showers bring May flowers.
2: Okay, that's an no- old. I that didn't era. know that saying. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> another, April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> anyways <laughs> april, fools? That's april fools
1: okay that's totally skeptical right there
2: let's see i have here so i'm on wikipedia for those and i know wikipedia is not super reliable so oh, please man, don't it's think it's the <laughs> best
1: the best place for because you know nobody's
2: never lied on the internet no nobody <laughs> nobody's ever lied on the <laughs> internet <laughs> excellent uh and it has a bunch of things that happen all over the world wow yeah tell me some so for example where are we in april so, yes. Russia warns NATO against sending any troops to aid the Ukraine uh, amid reports of a large Russian military buildup in its borders. So, obviously, that's something that happened worldwide. Russia's kind of been interfering with the Ukraine, and obviously, you know, that's not good. Uh,
1: let's see what else here. I have my sympathies for Russia, man. I feel like after, um, what was it, the Cold War? Yes. Right, in the 80s or the end of the 80s? In the, end of the early the 90s, 70s, yeah. right? yeah. Um, I feel like Russia hasn't had that prominency in the world, do you think? I mean, when I, even when I grew up like yeah. in Mexico, like it's the U.S. And again, I don't know if yeah. it's the same that I said at the beginning, we're just so close right. to the U.S. Uh, that I feel like, man, I wish Russia did better. can i say that
0: well
2: i i think in terms of of culture like pop culture i think the u.s i think beats pretty much almost any country in the world yeah Uh, although i've learned that mexican pop culture is very popular in latin america in general and worldwide like mexican has a lot of, of its own culture that's very popular um but i feel like for example and i'm sure china and russia have their own pop culture but it just doesn't get Mm. you know i i don't think it's as well so i think russia does play like more on the political aspect and more on like being a world power i think most people mm. are like hey don't mess with russia yeah you know <laughs> but i think in terms of of like pop culture probably not because i don't i, I can't mm. think of anything that pop, makes sense pop culture related from russia recently if you guys can can think of something please let us know but i i, I can't think of like off the top of my head right now
1: yes no, that's, I think that's totally accurate and also when you say Mexico has influence in Latin America, I remember uh, the soap operas called yeah. Telenovelas, <laughs> yeah. right, right, in Mexico. Right. There was one by um, Thalia who ended up getting married to the famous um, musician, the Sony, Sony guy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Tony something? Yeah. Tony, Mot- Motola? Tony Motola. Motola. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, she would have soap operas or telenovelas, yeah. and they were. I mean, to my surprise, when huge, I found right? out that she was super popular in Asia. Oh yeah, I was that's like, right. what yeah. the heck? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it yeah. was like, no, people were like, oh, I can't have enough of like Maria Mercedes yeah. and Talia and like all these soap operas from Mexico. Yeah, they're super popular, and I don't know if that's still the case. I think because now right. I think no, uh, in general, like Asia has done way more like right. you no know, pop culture or you know, has yeah. resurfaced with their yeah. own. No themes, even like on Netflix, you know, there's a lot of shows that now right. confirmation stuff. Yeah. So I think they're doing better that they don't really need you know, the Mexican sub opera. Right. Right. But, but that's, but we that's exactly that, yeah. not the case with Russia. Yeah. So come up. Come on, <laughs> Russians. <laughs> Russia produces right? a good Netflix show. <laughs> right. I guess also the language is just it's got to be, you know, like, if well, most of the people, it's easier to learn English. Then, OK, I'm going to learn Russian and then speak to who. That's true.
2: But three years ago, they did host the World Cup. So that was you know yes. that's 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 i'm like oh you have the to top of my head three that didn't happen obviously in 2020 2021 but in 2018 which is not that long ago they hosted the world cup and i think that was one of like the, the first times in recent years where they really opened the doors to the country and i think i think it's still one of the most financially if not the most financially successful world cup wow and i think the most watched if i recall Wow. And uh, I remember a lot of people saying how, like, they had really good experience for the majority. I'm sure somebody had a bad experience, but I guess in general, most people had a pretty good experience in Russia. And because you know how, like, with World Cups, (laughs) if you guys didn't know, you have to. I know somebody that had
1: a bad experience. (laughs) I'll tell you right now.
2: (laughs) Okay. But for the most part, you know. But you know how in World Cups, you have to have every. Your infrastructure has to be like impeccable infrastructure, not just of stadiums, but hotels. Roads, public transportation, airports, all that like FIFA, like make sure it has to be first world, you know. So I guess from what I heard and read was that Russia had
1: all that down to like the best. Wow. Okay. so yay for Russia in the World Cup. That that was amazing. (laughs) So my friend uh, Manuel, who's a YouTuber, like he, he created like the most successful Spanish speaking soccer YouTube channel ever. It's called Cracks. And by the way, I have an episode with him in Spanish. If you want to check it out on our Spanish stream. Like butt cracks? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hey, let me no, do that. Teet, teet, teet. Here we go. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I'm just Anyways, um, he said he went to Russia and the only thing is like, man, the internet sucked. Oh, and also, because oh, no. I mean, because he needs to upload daily, oh, right, for his YouTube right. channel. And like the internet sucked. Yeah. And then like the, the labels on the streets is like i couldn't I couldn't figure it out because right. it was in Russian right. then maybe English, and he's Mexican, so I know he speaks English pretty well, but I don't know how many of the signs were translated to Spanish, oh, right wow. so maybe they were translated to English uh, that at some point he no he got lost a couple of times and whatnot yeah. so that's that was his only like man, that was not the very best World cup for me you know for his <laughs> right, very own yeah. experience but that was the World Cup. Mexico beat Germany. Beat Germany. That <laughs> was a highlight. So that was a highlight for and Mexicans. And it was on Father's Day too. Man, uh, just for that, when was the World Cup? That was last year,
2: 2018, three years ago.
1: Wow. Three okay, years ago. we can't give emojis to three years ago. Sorry. I wish I could. Yeah. Because I had a divine emoji for that.
2: Oh, but okay. And so April. Thing.
1: So what should we give April?
2: Well, here's another thing about April that might not give it such a positive one. Okay. And this is again going back. to... blasphemous. Uh, Again, this is over, unfortunately, over COVID. COVID's been the big subject of these last two years. Yes. But uh, it said here, the global case numbers approaching a second peak in India reported 315,000 infections within 24 hours. Yeah, I do remember India had a humongous spike, if you remember, in April of, like, COVID. Kind of, like, similar to, like, Italy. Italy in the beginning of the pandemic, remember that? They were just, like, hitting, they were getting hit hard with it. India was... And I think also, I read here, let me see, uh, that the COVID cases reached, oh, yeah, the global death toll for COVID surpassed 3 million. Wow. So.
1: That's incredible. Okay, that automatically gets a blasphemous blasphemous emoji that's like sad.
2: Oh, is this, is this, wait. Oh, so this happened in April. That's in April. What? Okay. Uh 12 football clubs, we talked about this, including three from La Liga, leading clubs from the Premier League in La Serie, oh, agreed yeah agreed to join a new breakaway European Super
1: League. Yes. That happened in April. An elitist league. And yes, exactly. An elitist uh, league. Right. Almost like the I mean <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but almost like the Nazi league. Oh like the God, supreme. No. Don't say that. right? Don't say that. That's so blasphemous. Okay. Automatically April gets a blasphemous emoji. For European League trying to do that. It wasn't the European League. It was, it was within the European yeah, League. Yeah. Somebody tried to create yeah. like a very elitist yeah. league. Yes. Right? With the best teams. The, the best
2: teams. So they were trying to
1: break away and form their own Super League. Mm. Um, it almost sounds like CalExit Or like Did Brexit. you ever hear of that? Yeah, Cal- or Brexit. Or Brexit. Yeah. Where um, it's like, we don't want to be a part of the U.S. anymore. It never uh, happened, but... It never happened, but...
2: <laughs> But, yeah, so that happened, and I remember we talked about it because it had, I think at one point, like, like governments had to start to get involved because mm. football teams in Europe... And, and yes, uh, they move a lot of money. They move a lot of money, you know? So the <laughs> leagues, the, the Premier League, which is regarded by many, and I think so, too, it's the, the best league in the world. And then La Liga from Spain. So these were all the top leagues in the world, like, you know, Germany, Spain... Italy, and England, and I think, I'm not sure if France was involved. So all these elitist teams, you know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester City, United, all these teams, you know, wanted to create this Super League. And all those teams move a lot of money. Like, they yes. generate, at this point, probably billions, you know, in a year. Totally. So Easily. I, so it, it caused outrage because it's like, you know, football is for everyone. It's not just for the rich, you know, it's for mm. everyone. It's a It's a global sport. And what impacted me the most, I think I, t- I sent you a link, was that James James Corden, he has a show, a late-night show here in the U.S. He's from England. But oh, the fact yeah. that he talked about it, and people in the audience were like, what is he talking about? You know, because <laughs> here in America...
1: <laughs> what the heck is
2: soccer? <laughs> you know, so here in the U.S., soccer is pretty popular now. But most, it's not like as popular like in Mexico. Mexico, soccer is like... And everywhere else in the world, soccer is huge, you know? Like, here in America, yeah. it's big, but, you know, the, the NBA, MLB, the NFL are still front page of the, you know, the sports pages more than the MLS or the, you know, the national team. So, when he tried to explain it to people, he was, and he was very upset about it. <laughs> he tried to yeah. explain it and everybody was kind of like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, you know? <laughs> whatever. Like, whatever, what? you know? That's true. But everywhere else, everybody was like, how could, and I think there was even, like, protests outside stadiums, and yes. people starting to withdraw, and FIFA was like, we're going to you know, ban these players and whoever's playing in the Super League can't play in the World Cup anymore. And like Wow, a, you know, yeah, like I remember
1: that. And it ended up not happening, right? Because they now. thought, okay, there's, there's more value in not doing this. So that tells you who controls, like, governments in right. Europe, right? Soccer controls Europe. Narcos control Latin America. And Google <laughs> and Facebook control the U.S. Am I super accurate? <laughs>
2: I don't think so but like let's just say maybe <laughs> okay let's give it a skeptical okay
1: we're gonna have to move fast through okay. may june and july so may and june let's just be arbitrary what do you want to give those uh may june may june uh should we give it like towards better or towards worse? No. Okay, let's just give it an inspired. Let's give it an inspired. Okay, it's a chance for the world to reset, to move the needle on any direction. All right. And this is going to help the overall average of the year. July comes along and that's when you got COVID? I got COVID, man. Yeah. Okay, that's directly going to the blasphemous. Yes, I did. August came along and... What happened in August, that vacation time, that summer? That summer. Um, okay, that's got to be one of the nicer times of the but year. But I, I
2: know some stuff happened. Let's see. Let's, let's I went to
1: positive. Yosemite, so I already want to give it a divine emoji. Nice. Cause that's good. If you guys have ever been to Yosemite National Park in the United States in California, one of the nicest places on earth. It's so beautiful. And I just want to say this when when I went for the first time, my my middle son was three years old. So imagine three years old. And we're driving through the valley in Yosemite and he looks outside through the sunroof. Wow. And he says, Mommy, this place is beautiful. Like those were his words at three years old. He uttered like he, he uttered the words. This place is beautiful because, I mean, there's just beautiful tall trees, blue skylines, humongous rocks. It just looks amazing. The water's pristine. There's a river that g- runs through the middle called uh, Merced Merced River. Right. Just so beautiful. So every time we go, it's like, man, this place is unbelievable. So I'll give it a divine emoji because it's vacation time yeah. and it's no summer and I got to see good places. Right. What would you give... Did you find anything? Yeah, well, we had the Olympics. Remember, they were postponed from okay. 2020 to 2021
2: in so August. So that's had the divine. Olympics. That's pretty, pretty cool. Divine. I mean, it had its, it had its controversies. I won't super get into them just because I don't. What were some the of details. them? Well, I know that one of them had to do with I think the prime minister of Japan, or or somebody involved in the government, making some I believe like some sexist remarks. So oh. I think he had to be removed from from power. Wow. Again, I won't elaborate super on it because I, I don't, I'm not sure and I don't want to. You tell us up. what happened
1: in Japan. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> and then I, I think there was also one of the American gymnasts. I think she that, uh, you know, like a lot of people are that were struggling with just mental health. And mm. uh, again, I was and I just remember that. But I I, I don't want to divulge super into it just because I don't know all the details and want to give wrong information or anything or speak out of place. So I know that happened, too. And all well, this year, these last two years have been a huge mental, you know, uh, mental health awareness. Uh, I've I've seen that grown. Yes, you know, a lot in these last few years um, because wow. because it's affecting a lot of people. It's affecting. It's a lot bigger than I think a lot of people thought it was. You know, I think yes. a lot of people just brushed it off, um, and I dare I say a lot of even church people would always brush it off. But we've started to find out that that's really affecting even, pe- even us within the church. You know, pastors. Um, yeah. Other church clergy. I think you know. I think
1: last year or this. So yeah, so this year that is just finishing. Right. Um. It's the year with a lot of people um, quitting their clergy positions. Right. Right. So pastors or people that work, yeah. you know, youth ministry or whatever, No, yeah. you know, just saying like I, I, I was reading, I'm reading a book that I'm going to have the author come on the show next week or in the coming weeks. His name is Brian Sand, Sand with a Z. And he was saying that um, there was this pastor who after Easter on 2021, like, he preached the sermon on Easter, and then the next day he retired. And he said, I'm done. That was oh, wow. my last message. I wow. don't want to know. I don't want to have anything to do with you know, yeah. Christianity anymore. It's like, it's over for me. Right. Like, wow, right after Easter, right. you know, which is supposed to be, like, one of the highlights of, you know, for a Christian. Like, yeah. oh, this is this ultimate celebration, right? Like, right. the resurrection. And then he's like, I'm done. I'm done. But anyways, um, July, you said July was the olympics august was the august okay we're gonna give august i would say a divine because i think the olympics are amazing and i was i even had an episode with an olympian a paralympian that was just so good and he went and competed in Mm -hmm. in japan and he was on the what's it called the the wheelchair rugby team and he was the lead of the team and anyways that podcast episode is amazing, highly recommended. One of the probably the best episodes of the year. One of the highlights of the year for me. Uh, right. Talking to people. Cause it was just so inspiring, you yeah. know, that this guy had an accident, was paraplegic, like couldn't walk anymore at nineteen. Imagine like in the yeah. you know, in the, the the prime of his life, like when right. you know, he was doing good in sports, like doing good in school and whatnot, and then you know, all of a sudden he's in a wheelchair. And then even though he had like all this, no look like health issues, he still pushed through to become an Olympian, right? Like to go to the Olympics, like for the fourth time or something like that and be the captain of the team. So I was like, man, I mean, oh man, it was so inspiring. It was one of the best episodes. Right. Uh, So go listen to that. That was a highlight for me. So I'll give it a divine. September, September, kids go back to school. For me, that's a big win because yep. <laughs> no kids back in school, that's that's always good. Uh, and then my wife started working, so it was a highlight for us that we started paying our debt, so yes. it was really good. Let's see what else happened. So I'm, I'm going towards giving it a positive September 2021 was amazing. What do you say? Do you find anything... Anything otherwise, or even in your own life, you remember you recall September, uh, well,
2: just you know, September. Uh, I, you know, we won't get into it because it's a long story, but uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to bum anybody out. Um, you know, COVID was hard when me and my wife got COVID. You know, we were both in the hospital, she was in the ICU, um, and it was hard. You Dang, know? <laughs>
1: we're going from divine to all the way to yeah. blasphemous. Well,
2: but in September, you know, that's we spent most of August in recovery. And September was kind of like one of the first times where we we started feeling normal again. You know, mm. I don't know if, what everybody's experience with COVID has been, but when we got home from the hospital, we just felt weird and out of place. So I think September for us personally was a, a month of like, okay, we're starting to kind of feel normal. And we're starting to kind of, even though we're dealing with still some things left over from COVID, like just, you know, we saw, you know, God's faithfulness, you know. Ooh, and that's it, good. And so I, I felt like September was like, okay. We're moving forward you know in the midst of and here's the thing in the midst of all this case and i know we're brushing off a lot of the things in the year there was a lot of things that happened a lot of people went through a lot of serious stuff yeah in 2021 that we're obviously not covering today and definitely i don't want to make anybody feel like we're brushing that off because we're not um you know but in in the midst of very dark things that unfortunately happen in the world you know um and one of them was i almost lost my wife to covid this year and a lot of people went through a lot of people lost loved ones you know through covid a lot of people had you know again just in the whole scope of the world beyond covid people have just gone through some really serious stuff and so i mean you know this is just i guess just to reach out to to, to everybody you know uh, to that's her. good bro I, yeah. I,
1: yeah i think that's when you know when we yeah, yeah we have three more months to discuss but I think those will go easy because those are super recent. Yeah. And I guess, you know, you had COVID and I think, Yeah. You no, know, you were in the ICU. Like I had COVID and yes. I was home. Right. You know, for like two weeks. I lost my sense of smell. Right. I lost my sense of uh, taste. Yeah. And to me, that's when I, you know, when I was saying at the beginning that I was going to talk about this. Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> my conspiracy theory senses spike up. Right. But let's, I mean, let's remove conspiracy and whatever. Right. Right. Just the fact that there's a virus yeah. that can shut parts of your brain off. Yeah. It's pretty and, you know, crazy. I mean, you, had a, you have a headache yeah. and then the next thing is you can't smell. And yeah. then the next thing, you know, you have a headache and the next yeah. thing is you can't taste. Right. If you think about it, those are two of the five senses of right. the human body. Right. Right. So imagine if somebody, I mean the most obvious and evident would be like imagine if you couldn't see anymore yeah right if 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 that virus would have affected you know the the receptor of your brain that shuts your eyes right right? and then you can't see anymore how would you feel right right probably way worse than you know not being able to taste or smell but nonetheless just because these these two senses are uh, in a sense like we we can live without them i would say no But nonetheless it's two senses you're losing and i feel like that created you know when you're talking about like this mental crisis you know that the world is facing to me that was the one of the hardest part you know and i'm not minimizing like you went through the icu your wife was told you know brace yourself because this might be it yeah right and you guys are in different rooms in the hospital like not knowing what she was going through i mean that's that's got to be hard that's got to be like one of the most Right. You probably had the most questions in your life. You probably had the most intense times in prayer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, right. And but I mean, that, that's probably one of the worst cases or you no, know, people died of yeah. it. Right. But on the other side, imagine like what I have experienced. It kind of opened me up a little bit to more empathy yeah. towards people like, hey, losing two senses is not just whatever no right it imagine sucks. it yeah. was your eyes that you lost your head right yeah. it yes. messes with your head yeah it messes with and your some head. of it is coming back yeah. but even the fact that it is not back completely and yeah. not for everybody right like people's cases are different some yeah. people get their senses back like right away sometimes yeah. it takes longer like yeah. the the coffee we just had i think it tasted like 80 mm-hmm. percent for me like i have 80 percent of my taste right. back my smell it was kind of gone because i used to work in construction Right. Back in the days, and it kind of messed up my, my sense of Sm- smell anyways. Yeah. Uh, but now it's almost like 99% gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, So it, it's hard to smell. Yeah. It's getting back a little bit. But anyways, imagine what does what that does to people like mentally. Like you're losing a big part of you know, how your body reacts to the yeah. world around you, yeah. right? Like the other day, my wife was cleaning, and she's like, I can't even smell like these chemicals. You no, know, yeah. before I would be like, hey, I got to be a, like, I got to be aware of these chemicals I'm using because you know, it's going to mess up with my yeah, head. Yeah. And now she's using them, not feeling anything. Right. Right. But still probably get like causing stuff in your Danger, brain. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I was using a Sharpie and I put it close to my nose. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even smell this thing. You know, And yeah. usually they say don't put a Sharpie close to your right to your head or your face. So things like that where right. imagine people that work even in the in the food field. Right. And there may be a cook yeah. and they lost their taste and smell. Right. Right? Is their food going to suck? <laughs> right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, How are they going to taste? How yeah. are they going to make sure yeah. like hey, I'm providing like a quality yeah. you know, product well, to people? This year,
2: you know, my, so when we got COVID, uh, my sisters are my neighbors. They live above us. So we all got COVID at the same time. So this year for, for Thanksgiving, my sister always makes her famous mac and cheese. And uh, she's just like, hey, can you come and taste it? Because she still hasn't gotten her full taste back. She's like, hey, can you come in? And this wow. is from August, you know, from July, August. And this, now we're in November for Thanksgiving. And she's like, can you come and taste it? I didn't lose my taste. The only thing I got is everything was really salty, mm-hmm. you know. But going back to what you said that it messes with your head, it, it does. You know, like we like me and Tanya, especially my wife, um, has been going through some PTSD because of that, you know, because of what we went through and again, it's been a hard year for everybody so all these things and just the things that we've you know we live in a culture now where a lot of things get brought up so everybody's gone through some hard stuff you know and Mm -hmm. so covid is definitely one of those things that like you you know like now that you're experiencing it does it it messes with your head because we're not used to it you know i know Mm -hmm. some people who got uh covid and started losing hair you know and then me and my wife started reading about it and we're like the the virus is so powerful that it starts you know your body needs everything it it can to fight it that it'll start shutting off other parts of your body that it doesn't need to survive like you know like oh you can survive without growing more hair we need that part to fight the virus so people started losing you know hair and that can also be very depressing for people you know i can imagine especially for women who you know no, or people in general, you know, it, it just hey losing hair, losing taste, losing smell, um, yeah. So it's it's been a, a hard yeah. season for a lot of people. Yeah, imagine you know? imagine
1: just as humanity, like yeah. after you no, know, we're gonna go into the predictions, but imagine you no, know, twenty thirty is like okay, people don't smell and they don't have taste anymore right it's a mean, i'm not saying yeah. it's gonna happen yeah, right but, but it's a, like, yeah. imagine something like that happened like when people say you know i don't know if you've ever heard like with evolution that some people say oh we're gonna i remember when i was in junior high mm-hmm. um somebody like was teaching us about like evolution and not to minimize creationist okay because we're in the christian podcast but i <laughs> what i loved about my school is that hey there's creation there's evolution whatnot like they offer the this whole spectrum yeah. right but in one of them they were saying maybe one day humans are going to develop a, a fifth finger like another pinky Oh, like a sixth finger yeah like a sixth finger so you would have a another pinky next to your pinky huh. so, oh no actually you were going to lose the pinky okay i think that's that was that, that what have, they were saying because like the, the pinky yeah like cuz the pinky doesn't really help that much huh. so they were going to say you know eventually when humans evolve they're not gonna they're only gonna have four fingers like the simpsons, like the, <laughs> simpsons <yeah. laughs> like the simpsons <laughs> so anyways all that to say imagine imagine people would evolve to like now right. we lost our sense yeah. of you no know, smelling or right taste because of covid like as humans right and that would be that would be kind of depressing but my hope is that even as we are as humanity i would say right as mm-hmm. Humanity, we're experiencing COVID and like the loss of taste and smell that, you know how they say when, when people are blind or when people are, you know, have a a deficiency in one of their senses, they develop one of the other senses even more. So my hope is that in this season, we develop a sense of empathy for each other more. Yeah. So not, not, not in a sense, a, a physical sense, but a sense of like, can we have more empathy for one another right. just as humans? Because we're experiencing kind of like the same thing yeah. in a global scale.
2: Yeah. You right. know what I was thinking of with that? Now that you brought it up, I because people always talk about like revival and revival and revival, and I feel like a lot of people think that revival is like we're all going to be in a room singing worship and this crazy like, it, you know, falling of, of the Holy Spirit. And that's like revival. I always in my head, I'm like, I think like Jesus was one of the biggest revivalists ever but Jesus was hardly ever in like a like a synagogue or a temple like he was outside with people you mm. know and he was basically doing like a service to the community you know whether it was feeding 5000 whether it was healing people whether it was talking to people like you know like he did a revival without having to be like he was literally a revival because he was with people and i always felt like the mo- like you said, we're growing in empathy, especially now that we're all going through similar things and we're we're finding out, hey, you're struggling with this. I'm struggling with the same thing. I think the moment we start being very Jesus-like with each other and with people who don't know Jesus, like we really understand that. Like, hey, let's be Jesus-like. Let's not get caught up in these little petty differences that we have, you know, when we start respecting each other and respecting you know our beliefs and, and basically being Jesus like then that's uh, to me I'm like man that's when real revival is gonna happen. So I, I don't think that's a
1: prediction for 2022, <laughs> right know? there.
2: When we finally I think can start and that and that starts with me, you know, because I'm not perfect, you Ooh. know, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect, you know, I'm, not, I'm I I I'm sure I've said something dumb in this podcast, you know, then somebody might tell me, <laughs> hey, you're why'd you say that? But I do that all, you all know? the time, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it it's a process of being human, and I think that when we can really I think when we can if there is no redemption after accountability then we'll never change there has to be a redemption road and i think jesus is the redemption road he offers redemption jesus doesn't go hey accountability and that's it you're out jesus is like hey accountability but now redemption you know it's Mm -hmm. like we're forgiven of our sins and it's like that creates this whole process of the good news of the gospel there has to be redemption and i feel when Mm -hmm. we as people start realizing hey okay, maybe you don't want to wear your mask, but I do, but I still respect that, and you still respect me, and we're not like, well, you're an anti-masker, and you're an anti, you know, once we get over that and really respect people, or hey, maybe I don't like wearing my mask, but I'm going to wear it out of respect to somebody because I care about everybody. I feel like when we get that Jesus mentality of like, hey, love your neighbor like you love yourself, I think that's real revival. (laughs) That's that's real revival because now we're like, okay, now we're really being Jesus-like.
0: You know,
1: And you're saying so much there, man, because, I mean, Jesus, to me, Jesus makes the whole difference when it comes to Christianity and whatever, you know, whatever people are experiencing. To yeah. me, it's like, okay, yes, Christianity has its flaws. Of course. And right now, you know, people are, no, you know, like the, the episode I want to have with this guy named Brian Sand. Yeah. Because um, he talks about deconstruction and he talks about uh, this philosopher called Jack's. Jax or James Derrida, yeah. like a French philosopher who he was pretty much the creator of deconstruction in France. And there's a lot of people undergoing this, like, right. No, like I'm saying like this guy that quit after Easter in 2021 and so many people in the clergy, like just saying I'm done with Christianity or I'm done with God or I'm done with following. Right. Um, I feel like maybe you're done with a part of Christianity that doesn't make sense. Right. But are you really done with Jesus? Like when it comes Whoa, down yeah. to who he That's is. Yeah. Like are you like yeah. did you really wrestle with who he is yeah. and who you encounter? Like I was reading this guy said um that someone was going through like the, the biggest deconstruction in her life. Right. So he doesn't say who mm-hmm. but I'm assuming it's Beth Moore just because <laughs> it sounded like it was her. But anyways. Now you're putting it yeah <laughs> no, we're gonna get it mail Beth Moore. Uh, Bedmore. So he was saying that Shout out to a Bedmore. woman, a woman was right. you no know, pretty prominent in the, you know, in the Christian world or whatever, right. was undergoing like this deconstruction, and all she could read for a big season of her life was mm-hmm. the Gospels. It's like ah. out of the Bibles, like I, I can't read Genesis, like I can't read anything else, right. other than the Gospels, right? Like yeah. right now, that's all I can. I have like the guts and the and the, even the energy to really wrestle with, okay, I want to, if I'm going to wrestle with someone, i rather wrestle with Jesus than wrestle with Ezekiel or wrestle right. with, you know, it's Jonah or um, yeah. Paul yeah. or whomever. Like, i rather wrestle in the gospels with Jesus.
2: It's almost like there's the, there's Jesus and then there's the institution of Christianity because I sometimes yes. feel like they don't, sometimes they don't fit together. Like, I feel like there's an institution of Christianity, what we have, our Christian culture, but I feel like we sometimes miss a lot of the Jesus part because we're not like Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's like we're, we're human. And, uh, you know, speaking for myself, like I, as a dumb human, sometimes I have my d- own dumb ideals and my own dumb things yeah. that I think. And I try to mix that in with Christianity. And then I have this dumb thoughts that sometimes I'm like, OK, that's not Jesus like at all. That's just me being dumb, yeah. you know, and and I can alienate people and I can hurt people's feelings and I can, you know. So I feel like there's an institution of Christianity and I think there's Jesus. So I like what you said. It's like I'd rather wrestle with Jesus cuz you're not wrestling with the institution of Christianity which has its many flaws as we've you said yeah. but Jesus doesn't have any flaws.
1: You know yeah. it's like you wrestle with him and it's like a different, doesn't you know? have any flaws and yet he's probably <laughs> one of the most controversial person right. when it comes to belief right it's it's Ever. what c.s lewis said you know yeah. you either believe jesus is a lunatic <laughs> exactly or he is the son, son of, of god, god. Yeah. right because when, yeah. when you read the gospel even when you're saying you know like anti-mask and all of that yeah i wonder if that's exactly what stirred so much commotion back in the days like even when, when jesus would heal because imagine Jesus Killed would heal Sabbath. people and heal in the Sabbath. But not, not only that, but they had a, like a whole protocol right. when it came to disease. Yeah. Right. And basically Jesus wasn't wearing a mask yeah. when it came to like, I'm going to touch this person who's right. going to be healed. Yeah. Right. So imagine that what it stirred in people like you're not respecting the protocol yeah. in a sense. And I guess some people could, could hijack that yeah. to say, there you go we shouldn't wear masks. Yeah. Right. Like people can hijack what Jesus yeah. did and said like to, to the left or the right or whichever benefit they want. Right. Even when Jesus says, you know, uh, enough with that. Um, when people are getting up their swords yeah and they say okay this is the time right and the disciples it says that they grab a sword yeah and jesus because jesus said okay let's grab our swords and go yeah and everybody grabs their sword and then jesus like almost like i was kidding we're, we're like, not hey, fighting like yeah, that Yeah, like not the, right yeah. and then they're like what the heck yeah. right and some people could even hijack that idea for whatever side and right. say you know we shouldn't pick up arms and then other people could say no Jesus is saying we should pick up our arms. Right, right. We have the right to bear arms and right, like right, create right. like this whole debate. Yeah. So, anyways, all that to say, I rather wrestle with Jesus. Yeah, same. Right, and what same. he meant. Same. In yeah. everything. Okay, yeah. so let's wrap it up with October, November, December. Let's just arbitrarily. Give him an emoji.
2: October's Halloween. Uh, Halloween's That's big in our house. That's blasphemous. Too many people. Like, but it's inspired. Sh. It's inspired. Uh, Halloween's <laughs> big in our house. Me and my wife love. The, uh, she likes ghosts. Happy ghosts. Ooh. And, uh, the friendly ghost. Friendly ghost. <laughs> I, the
1: holy ghost? The holy ghost. Hey, the holy ghost. it has got to be divine.
2: Still a ghost. <laughs> uh, so it's big in our house. We like the whole dressing up thing. We pass out candy. So, uh, you know, It's a nice moment. Out of okay. the whole chaotic mess of the world's in sometimes to just we'll
1: give it an that. inspired emoji. Let's even though inspired. some people will consider it even that blasphemous, blasphemous because it'll be like David <laughs> worships the devil or something. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, November. November is the month of gratitude. Gratitude. I, I love that.
2: Even though I know Thanksgiving now has a very controversial uh, oh, because yeah. of the culture that we're in. That's uh, true. You know, has a very controversial Cancel culture okay, and whatnot. In, um, but, uh, to take a time to just kind of be with family and to be grateful, that's always a good thing, um despite things. I'll give you a
1: holy emoji. We barely have holies. in December
2: this month, I got my first vaccination. okay, I'm waiting for my second. I got one. my
1: first COVID. You got oh, yeah, tell
2: <laughs> us about that and, uh, and how was that for you?
1: uh well, like I said, not too bad it it did feel kind of like a flu but a little worse because it has the headaches yeah those are horrible but I I think it was more like the emotional side of it like I was saying the losing the taste and the losing the smell it felt like like how can you know like when I hear like where does this virus come from and somebody said you know it comes from a laboratory in China or something like that (laughs) I'm like I I don't I don't care where it comes from there's just something weird about it It like being so effective in like being so specific like I'm going to shut down these two parts of yeah. your brain through a massive headache yeah.
2: and you had COVID Christmas too right like you COVID were indoors Christmas, yeah, yeah. indoors with your kids and your wife so
1: too. yeah that was that was sad because uh, I mean I love being with my family but at right. the same time it's like wow we can't see anybody yeah that that, that kind of sucked Yeah. so I'll give it a blasphemous <laughs> <laughs> blasphemous man I think this is going to be the blasphemous year so all together we have one, two, three, four blasphemous. Okay, so I'm gonna put here four blasphemous. Okay. then we have skeptical. we have one, we have one. one is skeptical so we know which one didn't make it. A skeptical. And we have inspired one, two, three, four, okay. Right now we're tied with inspired and blasphemous right and divine we have one only one one divine and holy we have one and two so two holy so this year 2021 let's see wait, was wait, wait. mostly blasphemous <laughs> and mostly <laughs> inspired do you agree? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's life, right? A little bit of both right yeah. in between. Um, I mean, I think the hope, again,
2: not to sound, I mean, it is the Christian podcast, but I mean, I guess we have, you know, our, we know what our hope is. So I think, mm. I think, hey, there's one
1: divine and two holies There you go for the whole year. So, yeah.
2: So I think kind of balances it towards the good. Yeah. I think as a person, I think me as a person, if I wasn't a, a Christian, I think I'd be hopeful because I want to find the good in something. Again, I'm in glass. Half full, not half empty type of guy. Yeah. Uh, So I think my hopeful now that I'm a Christian, I'm like, okay, I'm going to find hopefulness because I I still you know, we oh, we all have hope. You know, hope is never lost. Hope is Jesus and he's never lost. He's for everyone. (laughs) But it was uh, a year that was very chaotic. Again, there was a lot of things we didn't talk about on this podcast that that you guys can go or you guys know about very serious. Things. Let us know. Let us know very serious things that happened. Um, you know, so it was a hard year for a lot of people. Um, a lot of year, uh, people of deconstructing faith, like we talked about, uh, yeah. personal things, COVID still. So it, it was a rough year. That's for sure. You know, it wasn't one of those years where you're just like,
0: yeah, great. It
1: was. It was rough. It was a rough year. So 2022. So 2022, rough 2021 coming out of 2020, which was very rough, very rough, um, but glad we're alive. Glad. I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, I'm 40 and yeah. I'm in 2020, like almost in 2022. Yeah. Like who would have thought we're at the almost at the quarter of a century. Yeah. Already in the quarter of a century. Yeah. And would you think this is the interesting thing that I love about history, that when you look back like okay that happened then and you kind of see how it developed yeah. like even when you think of you know how world war 1 or world war 2 developed yeah. you're like oh it was because this happened right here and then it kind of like you know trickled yeah. down to boom you no know, war or whatever uh, but you can kind of see it okay. and when it's happening i i think it's harder like it's harder to understand what moment in history are we living right now yeah like as it's developing as as this year we witness an insurrection to the White House, what is that going to have to play in the role of history like 10 years from now or 20 years from now? Even something we didn't mention that was was massive was like the pulling out of Afghanistan or... or Oh, yeah. Yeah, Afghanistan, right? Yes, yes. Um, Of the military, right? And not only that, but that it was Biden who did it, you know, so I mean, that was already chaotic and it was probably the topic of like two months. Yeah. Right. How you know, the U.S. was pulling out of yeah. of this war zone in, in Afghanistan. And there's a Netflix show that I loved watching. Yeah, now I forgot what it's called, but it's about the pulling out of Af- Afghanistan. Okay. Um, Gotta watch it. Yeah, I forgot. Just look it up on Netflix and yeah. Google like show about pulling out of yeah. Afghanistan. It's pretty good, and it wrestles with some pretty big questions. Yeah. You know, like yeah. some of the some of the guys that were. Coming back, you know, yeah. from the war in Afghanistan, yeah. is like, do people even care? Like, right. do people like? And it, it kind of gives you the impression of like, people in the U.S. almost like living their freedom. Uh, what was it called? Like libertarian uh, um, debauchery. Not not necessarily like in debauchery, but almost like not, almost like taking for granted the yeah. freedom. That somebody else sacrificed for yeah yeah. and not not really acknowledging like wow this is what the soldiers were saying you know like do people even care do people even value like all the energy and the work and the for for good or bad but just the fact that we are here and they're not right right like we're doing the job that we had to do and nobody else is doing it we are here like do people value that and that's kind of like the big question of this um show on netflix it's a documentary so it's so good highly recommend okay gotta watch it really 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 good
2: like watching that stuff
1: um okay so forecast for 2022 what is your forecast man what what are some of the i know like i used to listen to this show where they would say who's gonna die in 2022 (laughs) you know and i think it was the year they predicted not well, they, they forecast. I think Michael Jackson dies this oh, year. And that was no. the year Michael Jackson died. Like, wow. No, no. They were accurate. So they were talking about celebrities and whatnot. But uh, let's, not, let's be more hopeful. Let's be more hopeful.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of that, I, I just started watching the... I'm not done with it yet. The new Beatles uh, film that they have on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get back. And it's re- it's, uh, I've had a lot of friends comment on it. Some friends are like, it's kind of hard to watch because it's literally just raw footage. And sometimes a lot of the times they're just, like, playing and not doing anything. But it made me realize we only have two Beatles left, mm-hmm. Paul and Ringo, and Paul McCartney's going to be So you 80. think this is the year? No, I don't. Ah. I hope not. <laughs> That's why I'm being hopeful, because Paul McCartney's going to be 80 wow. this year, and Ringo Starr, I think, is going to be, like, 82 or 83. So they're in their 80s now, the Beatles. Wow. So I hope that we still have them for a while, because, I'm, a, as you know, I'm a huge Beatles fan and love their music. Um, so, yeah, 2022, I hope for good health for both uh, Mr. Sir uh, Sir Paul McCartney and Sir Ringo Starr. I think Ringo Starr is a sir. Please correct me, but I'm pretty sure he is. Nice. Uh, so I, I predict that. And I also hopeful that this year, again, we've had two hard years of not just pandemic, but just a, a lot of social growing. And I hope that we can continue to grow and be respectful of each other, regardless of, of gender, regardless of our orientation. Uh, I hope that we can be... Uh, respectful of each other, regardless of political alliances, whether we're leaning left, right. Um, Cause I've, you know, and again, some people might be like, well, that's very dumb of you and you're very, you know, naive and wrong, well, you know, I'm not dumb and I'm not naive, but I am hopeful <laughs> that that at least we can keep growing and that even though we
1: have differences that we can be respectful of our differences, you know? So. Oh, that's so good, man. I love it. And I think that's one of my goals with the Christian podcast is yeah. And I was talking with, with uh, somebody, I, it was last year, but it was a person who wrote a book about politics, and yeah. it was right around, you know, when in the US was the election with Trump and the other guy, um, and her book was so good, you because know, she was talking about like, there's, there's almost like, in politics, there's left and right, mm-hmm. but in, with Christ, it's almost like there's a different realm of politics. Right. Um, and it's the kingdom of God, right? And she was talking so much about community. But anyways, my point was when she was saying this and when I was doing this interview and reading her book, I feel like I had a vision for a Christian podcast. Mm. And it was, I want Christian podcast to be a, a resource of hope and conversation in a non-propositional kind of way. And I think what, what I meant by that, now when I hear it, I'm like, what, what the heck? It sounds weird. But I think what I meant is I don't want Christian podcast to be almost like like a preachy podcast right? where you listen to it and it's like, okay, this is it guys, you know, follow these instructions and you'll be set. Even though I feel like a little bit of the Bible is kind of like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like at the same time, uh, it offers so much room for conversation. Like the Bible itself, I like when, I, yeah. when I follow Jesus, when I see Jesus wrestling with the thinkers the God yeah. thinkers of his time yeah. I think what I love is that they were they valued um, conversation and they they talked about the things that mattered yeah right so even even if it was not talking with the Pharisees and even if they had disagreements right at least they were talking about the things that mattered right right yeah. and they were talking about okay how is this I mean that's almost one of the reasons why Jesus would get upset like I'm healing on the Sabbath are are yeah. you mad yeah. that a person is being healed right. from a disease that's been affecting them the, sometimes for years There's the bigger picture here of just right? the Sabbath, you know of just this religious right? thing it's exactly like, hey, you know but at the same time it's like yeah. he was recognizing that it was a big deal for them that, was, that yeah. he was he was humble enough to say let's talk right and right. I love seeing Jesus even talking to the Pharisees yeah. like on the table sitting with them and telling them their truths yeah, right but on the table. Right. Like that to me is like, wow, I want to be like that type of Jesus. Right. You know? And I mean, all kinds of conversations, like he was talking to Pilate right Mm -hmm. before he goes to the cross. So a Roman official who had the power, quote unquote, to crucify him. And yet Jesus still has somewhat of an argument with him, even though part of the argument was Jesus being silent. Right. And then kind of upset the other guy. Like, don't you know? But sometimes... I mean, I, I one thing is, like, why was Jesus silent, right? And sometimes right. I feel like some of our conversations need to be more about listening yeah. than about making our point across, yeah. right? And that's yeah. something Jesus showcased right there and yeah. then with Pilate.
2: Yeah, Jesus right. cared about the person. I mean, even the Jesus talking to Samaritan woman, the yeah. fact that she was Samaritan, you know, that just already crosses these, like, you know, social and I guess these, like, ethnic and racial lines and the fact that she was a woman, yeah. you know. And so it's like Jesus doesn't see gender doesn't see ethnicity he just sees the person he sees like hey what's what is the need you know and because he knew everything about her you know he knew everything about her he knew everything about her personal life in that story if you haven't read it go read that story um, so again like you said like the fact it's hopeful and I hope that we can sit down at a table and have a conversation you know with the key word being respect we might have different views of things, but like, Hey, let's have a conversation about it. Yes. You know, cause you've had on your podcast, people who are very like, 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 uh, I'm going to put on the right. All over the spectrum. Man. All over <laughs> the sp- exactly. All over the spectrum, you know, and you're able to have these conversations, you know, and, and I've been able to speak to a lot of people who are very on the left and very on the right. And, um, and still have respectful conversations, you know? And I think, that's very Jesus-like. Hey, let's talk. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not disregarding you or who you are or what you believe, but let's talk. You know what I mean? And I think if we can do that and not disregard people and what they believe, what they think, you know, and we can sit down and talk, then, man, we're, we're winning. You yes. Know? That's
1: winning, you know. Love it. Okay, so more of that on 2022. And I just want to say as we wrap up the episode, I'm I'm so excited for what's to come. I feel like, like I said, you know, me and my wife, we've been doing this other um, show or stream called El Cristian Podcast en Español, which is basically me and my wife sitting down and having weekly conversations. But then also, you know, kind of like what I do in in English, you know, like inviting people to the show and having conversations about faith with God thinkers, but in Spanish. And I feel like, you know, with with so many episodes that we've done, I feel like I, I... I have a better vision of what I want 2022 to be. Yeah. And I feel like a part of what I want to do is I want Christian podcast to continue to have, you know, amazing guests on the show, you know, people who write books, people who are musicians, people you know who are whatever, you know, just people that are God thinkers around the world. Uh, Cause that's just, I love that part, you know, yeah. but I feel like I also want more of David and more of like friendship, like, I feel like what you have to offer, man, is it's almost like this, this like cultural approach. Like you know what's going on in almost like in the day-to-day life. You know, even mm-hmm. when you were saying with the, you not know, with the soccer teams in the in Europe. Like, hey, yeah, you know, this league. this elite yeah. super league wants to happen and whatnot. Right. Like, like like people can relate to to like the day-to-day. So I want to do that more this year too, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, if you guys are listening and you want more episodes where it feels more like a friendship conversation where we walk through it, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to us, go to Christianpodcast.com say, Hey, you know, I want to be a part of that because I feel like it can lead to a, like a community where we can even answer people's questions. We can introduce people's questions, even to authors or guests that are going to be on the show. And it can create a community of conversation and of hope. Because I think a lot of people are, you know, I I think when I think of 2022, one of my, like, big objectives is to offer hope to people. Mm. And I think most of that is going to happen through conversations, right? It's it's not necessarily going to happen through, this is it. It's going to happen through listening and through offering, um, what's the word? I was going to say advice, but it's not advice. There's another word. Um, Offering... Well, I, I can't find the word, but mostly listening, I think that's the, that's the mm. bigger premise of Christian yeah. podcast, you know, listening and having conversations with people all over the spectrum. And I think, I think that's why I have emojis, mm. you know, because in a sense, when mm. we talk about the topics of faith, mm-hmm. I've been thinking this, you know, as I've done like 40 something episodes mm-hmm. so far with people all over the spectrum, like. Mm -hmm. politically and in the religious faith and whatever and i feel like okay faith is a big deal Mm -hmm. but at the same time if i just make it be like if i become legalistic right and say okay Mm -hmm. this is right and this is wrong even though i feel like jesus has a a moral compass you know but at the same time i feel like he's gracious enough to talk with people and have conversations so i want to create that space Right? And I want to mm. create a, a space where people um, who are even in that... You know, I have a lot of sympathy for people who are deconstructing or mm. people who are right. you know, like stripping away their faith right. or who have you know, just a hard time with Christianity. Yeah. I have a lot of sympathy for that, maybe because I feel like I've experienced it myself. Yeah. Uh, and I could talk about that maybe in another episode. But at the same time, I, I don't know why it always... Like, I feel inclined to people who are skeptical. You know, like yeah. I, I, I love it. You know, I, I love people who are on the divine side of things and, and I love listening to them to And I'm like, wow, this is great. And it inspires me and it gives me hope. But sometimes also like the people on this spec, on the skeptical spectrum, yeah. I'm like, wow, there's so, I mean, I can relate to that too. Right. And, and I think it's just the curiosity side of me and sometimes even the, the doubtful side of me. Uh, but at the same time, I want to offer hope. Like, I don't want to just want to go through the to the skepticals and say, hey, man, let's just all go to the blasphemous side and bash on the church or do this type of thing. Right. Um, So I want to be way more hopeful than that. And I want to do that through conversation. So we'll do it in 2022. And another big prediction.
2: Well, I think COVID is going to keep going
1: covid so you think we're (laughs) gonna have the booster shot is just gonna become the shot like the yearly shot i don't know maybe
2: probably i mean i think we're in for another uh, you know year of covid obviously um so i don't know it'll, it'll be interesting because right now i think we're teetering teeter tottering on the brink of like hey maybe we're gonna have to require the vaccine now for everything you know, like here in Orange County, they're a lot more lenient with it. And I know in L.A., you know, they're a lot more strict when it comes to vaccinations and COVID protocols. Um, so I think we're teeter t- teeter-tottering on the, are we going to get more strict with that? Are we going to not get yeah. strict? You know, because I think there's push on both sides. I think there's a push on one side of like, yeah, man, let's all get vaccinated. Let's all, you know, just to be safe. And I think obviously there's a push to the opposite side where like, no, you can't make me get vaccinated. And that's, you know, my right to choose and blah, blah, blah. So I think we're going to see I think 2022 is going to be a very interesting year to see how that, you know, Mm -hmm. which way the pendulum is going to swing, whether it's going to swing to like the U.S. going like, nah, it's okay, you don't need to get vaccinated or a push for like, no, we all need to get vaccinated and travel
1: and all that. I think I think to me it comes down to convenience. If it Mm. becomes convenient for people they're gonna do it even if they're anti whatever Mm. if it becomes convenient because i've seen i've witnessed that with the whole you know the the 911 thing that happened and then how people had to go through screening to get on an airplane and and now they have okay pay a little extra and you don't need to do all the whole tsa right you just go directly into the plane yeah and it's because you have money and you have a pre-screening And it becomes a money thing and it becomes convenient. Right. 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 And people do it not. Now people are not complaining. Hey, it's my right to go out on an airplane. No, they just do it because it's convenient. So I feel like if it gets to that point, then will people just get the vaccine because it's convenient and I can travel, I can do things. Right. Which eventually it makes, this is kind of interesting to maybe for another episode, but how is that going to play with the whole, you know, uh, revelation thing where it says without the mark of the beast, you can buy or sell. Yeah. Because I feel like, w- what is that going to come down to in the future? What is, what is the mark of the beast? That it, what does it mean when it says you can't buy or sell? Right. You can't belong right. to society if you don't yeah. have this mark. Yeah. So that's super interesting. I've always felt like, wow. It's like setting the, the stage for it, you know? Yeah, setting the stage for it. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like a side of me doesn't want to be a futuristic dystopian type right. of believer right same yeah. so i don't know man because but the the bible kind of like opens that up so i'm like how can i see this in a different light where right. it's more hopeful than that yeah you know so anyways more guests on the show in 2022 awesome times more emojis right this year was a little bit of blasphemous and a little bit of inspired and a little bit of holy and a little bit of divine and mm-hmm. i think that's life Right, yeah. life is like that. It's a it has yeah. all over. And but let's make 2022 a great year.
2: Let's make it a great year. All
1: right, good attitude, good conversations, yes sir. Good times and we want to hear from you. So, visit us at christianpodcasts.com. David, what do you want to say as you know as I mean, we've had so many podcasts before yeah. before we had christian podcast you know we were in hell no podcast yeah. i even had the west side network podcast yeah. and i mean you've been part of my my creative experience all along how do you feel <laughs> like just seeing me like I, I sometimes i feel like what does david think of me you no know, like i'm i'm the guy that suggests let's do a band yeah let's do a podcast let's do another podcast come on work at my church <laughs> not things like this you're just a
2: creative man you know you're creative you're a creative person and i feel like this is like the best version of you i've seen in Ooh. terms of creativity this is like the best you're like at your sharpest you're at your most focused
1: i'm brilliant
2: you're brilliant <laughs> you're a g you know you're a gentleman and a scholar well you are a scholar because you just graduated i from. did man. that happened this year that yeah. happened
1: hey that's divine right there. Yeah.
2: What did you you have your degree in?
1: It's called Licenciatura en Ciencias y Técnicas de, okay. de la Comunicación So translate that. Ciencias y Técnicas de la Comunicación. Sciences and techniques
2: and techniques of communication. You have your degree in Sciences and Techniques of Communication yes. from the Uver- University
1: of Del Valle de
2: Atemajac Del Valle <laughs> de Atemajac In Guadalajara, Mexico
1: <laughs> Yes, that's right I love it I'm so thankful and grateful To have been able to finish my degree finally um, It's a whole story And maybe someday I'll yeah. talk about it Please. You know, because yeah. it's No, we can talk about immigration yeah. We can talk about crossing the border And that would be fun but we, Maybe we
2: can have a multi-ethnical podcast Have the people from different ethnicities yeah. And their experiences here in the United
1: yeah. States And Christianity. I think that'd be a great one for 2022. All right, there you go, man. Well, say bye to everybody, and invite them to go to check out ChristianPodcast.com. Check out ChristianPodcast.com. Please be respectful to each other. Be nice to
2: each other. Love each other. We have a lot of negativity. Let's stay positive.